and welcome back in Wyoming Knuckleheads. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and Zach Gale's joining me today. It's Friday. Yeah, May. Friday of uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, so yeah. a long weekend for everybody. Yeah. Um, Zach, um, we're going to keep this nice and short today. We do have some big stories, you know, kind of like things that have happened. And, uh, um, anyways, we'll get to, we'll get into that. But, um, like first and foremost, um, I think prayers and, um, you know, regards to foster freeze. Um, he passed away, um, today, um, must've, must've maybe had complications with his, his surgery or something like that. Yeah. I don't know that he had, um, sad though yeah i was just thinking about him yeah <laughs> and uh you sent me that i was like oh man that's that sucks yeah um we were kind of we, we had reached out to him like in thanksgiving because he did those boomer series yeah and so um but yeah he had a surgery i guess in january february and so anyways but yeah, yeah. i want to talk on that a little bit more actually because i was okay. looking on uh i think it was on facebook i think the press had announced it or something like that sure I don't, whatever i saw there were some comments on there oh interesting. and they were terrible terrible comments like people were just trashing this guy like they were they were terrible people were celebrating that he was dead and uh just just the weirdest weirdest stuff and it was just uncalled for um it was horrible it was horrible like i've only i'd met foster freeze maybe i think once yeah um but was like the most down-to-earth genuine person that I'd met and, uh, these, these comments, you know, and I don't know too much about what these comments were about, but people were like, just sure. It was horrible. It was terrible. And, and it was, it, it made me mad. Like, yeah. You know, whatever you feel about somebody, you shouldn't celebrate the fact that they, they died Yeah, for anybody. I don't care who you are. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like that's just a social media thing, man. Like yeah. I just, uh, like, uh, you know, um, what was the gal's name that was on the Supreme court? Um, uh, Ginsburg. Ginsburg. Yeah. you know, like, I don't think I agreed with her a lot of the time, but yeah. it's like, I didn't, I didn't go out there and be like, yeah, right. she died. Like that's yeah. what, that's not human, man. Like right. that's, uh, it's messed up. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Huh. That's interesting, dude. Like, yeah. I, um, God, yeah, I think this is social media in general. Yeah, like just, just what are people freaking, into, yeah. into monsters? So yeah. Well, and I think, I think t- just, we need to really be thinking about like, what are we doing to our kids? Right. Cause, cause our, cause our kids and our youth are seeing us do that as adults. Yeah. So what's that teaching our kids, you know? Um, anyways, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, before we jump into kind of any more stuff, um, make sure you listen to our last Give No Ground. We had Wyoming Taxpayers Association, Ashley Harpstreet on <laughs> fantastic stuff. Um, you know, I see a lot of groups on Facebook and stuff. They're always posting things or asking questions. And it's like, Zach, be educated. Go yeah. reach out to these people, like groups like the Wyoming yeah. Taxpayers Association. Like, they will answer your question or your concern. Right. Right. And, like, this is crazy to me. Like, we're still having some people with some 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 opinions. And it's like... Well, that's incorrect. Like we've been, we've, we've had her on twice now. We've been following the numbers, you know, and we'll get into this about COVID. It's like, if you don't want to listen to the science or the data, and again, this is a social media problem. It's like, what are like, I guess you can just say whatever you want. Like, I guess, (laughs) unless you're Donald Trump and then you get impeached the second time. Um, Yeah. So anyways, but uh, make sure you listen to that. She was great. And we're going to have her on more. 
after Memorial Day, uh, my interview with Dave Kinski, uh, State Senator Dave Kinski, again, he hits heavy on K-12 budget and yeah. spending. <laughs> he's been on the, the appropriations committee the last couple of years. So he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Makes And this is another, this is another person like in Sheridan, like people love or hate him. And it's like, I don't care where you stand on that, but he gave a lot of great information. So make sure you're looking for that on June yeah. 1st, June 2nd. Um, anyway, so moving forward, Zach, um, Give a shout out to DYT Solutions. Uh, they are a Teton level uh, partner. I like calling them a partner, Zach. Yeah, um, if you need custom digital marketing solutions for your company brand, go to their website, dytsolutionswi.com. Um, reach out to Brad or Tyler. Either one of those guys are going to help you out. Um, they're helping us out with a couple stuff right now. Zach, you met with them. So um, yeah. super excited. Yeah. Big shout out to those guys. Yep. They're a great team uh, and just awesome guys. Yeah, they uh, they came in here, hung out, watched the draft in our studio. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> this that's the kind of people we want to work with, right there. Right. <laughs> um, all right, Zach. We took a little uh, hiatus from this one, um, and actually, this one kind of fits in to kind of how we've started the show. Yeah. Um, this is our cowboy ethics. Um, this is where we kind of talk about something, you know, quote unquote, code of the West, um, what makes Wyoming great and what makes uh, the people of Wyoming great. And so da uh, Zach, uh, today's, um, cowboy ethic is talk less, say more. Mm -hmm. Got a little hot gazpacho playing yeah, underneath there. there. <laughs> um, Zach, what I took away from what I take away from this one. So talk less, say more. Some people are probably like, hmm, hold on. That's a contradiction. Right. <laughs> um, to me, that is you're taking action is what that means is, you know, talk, right. There's always that talk is cheap, you know? Uh -huh. Um, so when I was reading this one, I was like, oh, that's, you know, pretty much shut up, take action and say, you know, actually do something like, what are you actually saying? Um, and then the second one, you know, for me, coaching season's about to start. And one of the biggest lessons I learned, um, from a couple mentors of mine was, was listen, which is actually, if someone thinks of a coach, they're like, listen, but it's listen, like, listen to what I'm saying. Right. Cause you know, those kids give you those blank, those blank stares and you're like, yeah. what? <laughs> so listen to yourself. Right. And, and since sometimes I joke with the older kids, cause I'm like, do what I do as I do, not what I say. And then I'll switch it on them. Do as I say, not what I do. <laughs> so listen, you know, what is the other person saying and what are you saying? Right. And, and so that's, those were kind of my takeaways. Zach, what's your takeaway on talk less, say more. Yeah. I think going along that thread of listening, um, uh, talking and saying, I think you can maybe see those as two different things. Um, talking being just words, you know, just gobbledygook, just things that you're, you're just saying, uh, not saying, talking about, <laughs> you're talking, uh, words that are coming out of your mouth, but saying something, uh, something that's important, something that's going to, uh, benefit others, something that's going to build people up. Um, I think there's a purpose there, right? Talking is maybe water cooler g gossip mm -hmm. and saying is, is that those, that kind of action, but building people up, um, you know, or, uh, saying something that's important, pointing attention to something. Um, we are saying a lot on this podcast. We are trying to draw attention to these things that we feel get swept under the carpet. Um, so that's what I think. And, and that goes along with listening, right? If you're talking, you're not listening. Um, if you're listening, then you're able to say something. Love that. And what I think of that, Zach, have you ever read any of Tony Junji's books? No, I haven't. I can't remember the name of his right now, but his biggest thing, anytime 
and I wish he would say more, um, especially him being a black coach and was a black athlete. Um, he usually always contradicts kind of what black athletes are doing. And he always goes back to his dad told him, Hey, you know, if you're going to do that, or if you're going to say that, is that going to make change? You know, what, what kind of change is that going to do? Yeah. And he took that from heart in high school and he's kind of like, yeah, that's a good point. Like if I, you know, like, yeah, I feel strongly about something, right. A problem. (laughs) But if I talk, is that really solving the problem or is that, you know, making it worse or not really doing anything. Right. And he said that he has said it multiple times on air as a, as a broadcaster. And he says it a lot in his book. So anyway, I'll have to try and find yeah. that for you, Zach. But yeah. that's what I was thinking about is he's always like talk. It's pretty much is that's what it is. Is talk is cheap. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You can go out there as an athlete and say something. Yeah. You know, talk, but it's kind of like, well, is that actually doing anything? Is that right. doing any good for anybody? So anyways, right. Yeah, I think you're you're right there. Um, it's uh, um, oh man, <laughs> I, I lost it there. No. Well, um, shoot, but, we were just talking about social media, right? Yeah. I mean, what what's the benefit of s- celebrating the death of Foster Freeze? Right. Nothing. Right. So yes. Great that joke. was that yeah. was the point there. Yeah. Uh, the, there's a common thread that we've got going here, and it's what are you doing that's helping others and building people up? Right. Right. Is your comment, you know, I'm glad Foster Freeze is dead. Is that helping anybody? Right. Right. Is that sign on over off of Main Street about you Palestine. know Palestine yeah. helping anybody? Exactly. Um. You know, and then what are you personally doing and saying that are that's helping people or yep. not helping people? So. Love it. Cowboy ethics. That's good, Zach. I want to tell the listeners, we had not planned any of that. I didn't know Zach wanted to talk about that. Zach did not know I put that in our notes. So uh, this is a live organic show right there. Um, Before we go into um, local news, I want to give a shout out to uh, another advertiser. Um, My wife and I are doing our honeymoon 2.0 this this July, (laughs) hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, And we uh, plan to go into Greece. And we, of course, are going to start out by flying out of here, um, flying out of Sheridan down to Denver. And, um, you know, so one of our advertisers is Fly Sheridan with United. Save time, fly local, fly Sheridan. Reliable air service operated by SkyWest Airlines. Book via United or Fly Sheridan. So it's handy for us. Um, So anyway, so that's one of our advertisers there. So local news. A lot of this is kind of a announcements again, Zach. Yeah. But uh, first and foremost, uh, we are in the market hall uh, stations or offices offices at the station yes. in Market Hall, June first. So that Tuesday after Memorial Day, okay. The Wild Rodeo is holding a tasting with the Wild Rodeo whiskey downstairs from five to six. So there, are a couple of the board members will be there. Obviously, uh, Wild Rodeo is going to have a tasting of some sort, some cocktails. Perfect. Um, so make sure you book that out. Just do an extra long weekend. You're getting three days and then just roll it over to Tuesday. Yeah. Come on down, have some go. wild rodeo whiskey. Um, that's good. I thought I had missed it. I thought it was last night, thir- uh, Thursday. And so I came in here and I was like, Oh, I missed it. It was the, uh, brewers thing. Wasn't oh, it? I missed that too. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something, some, something's up with us yeah. Wyomingites with all these drinking events. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to, I mean, I was, I, <laughs> I did get a drink last night. I was at open mic night at Luminous. So okay, I was getting right. craft beer, <laughs> you know, but that's what it was though. But I don't know what time that is. Um, anyways, yeah. but, um, it's probably similar time, but make, make sure June 1st, um, you know, if you're in support of the rodeo in wild rodeo whiskey, five to six, um, also next weekend, 
this weekend's crazy next weekend. Yes. Um, hoop jams going on up at the high school. So if you got kids in basketball, uh, three on three tournament, that's the big, big old hoop jam. Yep. Um, uh, the Dead Swede um, bike race is going on the 5th. And uh, if you are in that race, you will see us at the Beer and Bacon Station. Heck yeah. Um, it'll be a heck of a time. We'll have some cornhole boards, uh, maybe spike ball. We need to get okay. that all organized. <laughs> Zach's looking at me like, oh. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll have your essentials too, yeah. you know, hydration. And, <laughs> and um, I think I put this in the state news, but. Um, there is also something going on at Blacktooth, I'm pretty sure, but we'll cover that in state news. Um, but, man, a lot of stuff going on. I think oh, yeah. I think what happened, Zach, is this is one of the first times in recent years where graduations happening Memorial Day, high school, I should say high school graduations happening over Memorial Day. Yep. And then so the kids are out for a week before, like, essentially we have an extra week, if that makes sense, into August. Sure. Um and so all the events are landing on that same day. So anyways, oh, cause yeah. I don't think, I don't think the hoop jam and dead suite are usually on the same day. I think they were like a week apart. Yeah. Typically. So I think yeah. just how it got all smushed together. So anyways, but, um, that's good. Summer's back. Um, yes. black mountain soccer league starting up here in Sheridan. Um, I, that, I believe that starts next week after Memorial day. Perfect. I'm pretty sure. Um, so yeah, a lot of announcements. We feel like we're on the radio. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is kind of cool. I think Zach and you can speak on this here. So Craig Doherty obviously is going to retire. Oh, he's done in two days. I mean, he's done. Uh, he's done technically, right? Well, I think June 30th is his official. Oh, June. Date. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. So he's got a month. Okay. Yep. Um, so no surprise to anybody here in Sheridan County, but um, he is on the the governor's new ride board and ride stands for reimagining and innovating the delivery of education in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, which that's something Zach and I have kind of been talking about, like there needs to be some reform here. Like we need to look at different ways to go about this. Ashley hit on it a little bit. Yep. Um, Zach, what are your thoughts there? I, I do want to cover this a little bit more in the state part, but you know, locally, you know, I think, I mean, to us, Sheridan Heights, it's like a duh. Like if there's yeah. anybody in the state of Wyoming that should be on this board, it's Craig Doherty. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like you said, no surprise. Uh, and I don't think, I can't think of anybody more deserving to be on that board or, or a more perfect fit for mm -hmm. that. Um, and you, so, like you said, we'll talk about this more uh, in just a few minutes, but um Craig's a great guy. I uh, was given a book. He wrote a book about PLCs, which are right. professional learning communities. And uh, if you're, you know, a teacher kind of familiar with how education works here in Sheridan, you'll, you're, you'll know what that is. But um, PLC is starting to be adopted uh, across the country and really heavily in this region. Yeah. Thanks in part to Craig Doherty and Sheridan County School District, too. So it's it's really good. Really good. Yeah, that's awesome. No, I'm, I'm excited for him. I think that's um, as the Sheridan Press article is like keeping busy, which is, you know, there's always that question of what are you going to do when you're retired? And it's like, well, there you go. You're in the, into that. So, yeah. Um, but um, we will discuss a little bit more about our ideas about this board um, in the state news coming up. So um, Zach, want to give a shout out to another advertiser. We don't have a whole lot of state stuff, so let's yeah. keep breaking this up here. Yeah. So another advertiser for today is Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. They offer a full variety of printing needs for any business or brand. They can also help you with web design, social media marketing, and more. Give them a call today at 307-674-6277 or visit them on North Main Street. Zach, I was going to ask you, is there other Alpha Graphics in Wyoming or like Northeastern Wyoming? Uh, not, 
Wasn't there one in Gillette? I can't remember if there's one in Gillette. I think this is like the one almost until you get to Denver. Yeah. Uh, there was one in Billings. There was one in Bozeman, but they are no longer there. Uh, they went back to whatever uh, franchise they were before. Sure. Um, so the one in Sheridan, I think, is is the one. So if you, you know... I think what some people don't realize with marketing companies like that, that can provide services like that. It's like, they'll, you know, no matter where you're at, we'll get you, you know, yeah. like, so alpha graphics, DYT. Now, I mean, physical products, this could be a little more difficult, but, um, you know, at least for logo design and, you know, the social media, the online stuff, you know, most of that can be remotely done. So yeah, absolutely. Give them a call because they can, whatever you can imagine, yes. they will try their hardest yep. to make it for you. Our blue, well, our horse logo, that was me. I pulled it off. Uh -huh. I, I don't want to say I stole it from somebody else, but I was kind of like, I kind of like this. Yeah. And then they redid it for us. And I'm like, hell yeah. So, yep. No, I, I was curious. I was like, is there any other ones? Like they should right. be marketing themselves as the Wyoming alpha graphics. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Zach, we've been saying this. <laughs> so, not talking about it. We've been saying it. Yes. <laughs> So the Montana governor just signed, <coughs> excuse me, an executive order banning critical race theory in schools. Yes. Applause. Okay. Yeah. Now my question is, why is Wyoming, why is governor Gordon, either he hasn't done it on a couple of these items <coughs> or he's always last. Yeah. What's going on here? Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, we've talked about this with a lot of, uh, of the states in our area, you know, immediately surrounding us with critical Idaho, I think was the first. Yep. Um, then, you know, Julian Balo came out and said, uh, you know, this was going to happen. Um, but again, we haven't seen any writing from it. Uh, and then Montana, um, and he's, and a couple other ones is I think most of the states around us have sent a letter to the Biden administration about his appointee for the ATF. Mm -hmm. Wyoming was not on that list. Um, he talked, see, and I'm going to start using this. <laughs> he talked at the state while the state GOP meeting saying we'll protect your guns. Yeah. That's a lot of talk. Some other states have sent a, you know, put it in writing with their signature saying, no, we don't support this. Yeah. Okay. So where's that? And where are you saying, you know, you haven't come out and said anything since the appointment from Biden. Critical race theory has yet to do anything there. Right. Um, he's talked about COVID passports. Yep. Other states have put it in writing. So. Yeah. A lot of talk. Yep. A lot of talk. I'm just, you know, <laughs> this is what we're talking about is I don't, you know, it's the saying is you put it in writing. <coughs> That says a lot more to me yeah. that you're putting your neck out there and telling Biden, no, my name's on it. Right. <coughs> and I mean, I'm sure it's coming. I mean, you know, that's just kind of the way it, it is working. But, um, you know, I, I kind of want to uh, talk about this idea of banning critical race theory, though, yep. because I was on uh, Twitter and there's an interesting conversation going around about banning critical race theory um, for more kind of moderates or, you know, Sure. More middle conservative. Middle leaning, sure. Um, and it's this idea of, you know, banning speech. Uh, essentially, you know, you have these people who are like, well, you can't ban us on Twitter because you don't like what we're saying. And then some people are saying, well, you know, does that apply also to critical race theory? Mm. And so I've been thinking about that a little bit. And, you know, can you be a proponent of free speech if you're banning critical race theory in your school? I still come down to yes. Um, it's not like we're prohibiting you from buying this uh, 
uh, curriculum. You can buy the, you know, the curriculum and read it. You, yep. you know, you can do that. Um, it's not, we're just saying it's not going to be taught in the school. Yep. And I don't, so I don't think, I don't see it the same as banning speech. Um, I, I really don't. I see it as, cause you can still go buy it. It's still accessible to you. You mm-hmm. know, it's not, it's not like Mein Kampf or Germany took that off the shelves, yep. you know? Um, by the way, you can buy Mein Kampf in this country because we have freedom of, oh. of the press. Oh, is that um, how, is that how <laughs> the first amendment that's how works? Freedom works? Oh, interesting. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so I don't see it that way, but I don't know what I want to get your take on that, Aaron. Initially, I was kind of like, okay, I could see that. But you made a great distinction on its its curriculum in schools. Um, and I think that's an important distinction. And, you know, there could be a conversation of there are probably some pieces some very minimal pieces in critical race theory that should be discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I think what, you know, when, when these governors do critical race theory, right, it is that full on curriculum of the, you know, the 19 or the sixteen nineteen project and all that stuff. Right. So I think you made a good distinction and it's again, going back to this, don't just read the headline and be like, Oh, they're banning, you know, uh, now, if you understand what critical race theory is, you understand that it's that it's a, it's a curriculum based off a study that has no evidence. So, right, saying that's free speech, you're kind of on the edge of like, well, again, we're in this whole debate of like it's not really fact though. So, um, but I see that argument where it's like, well, hold on, because now, now I think. It should be discussed in school, right? I mean, if you're a teacher and, so, and a kid brings it up, now, hopefully a junior high kid's not bringing it up in your junior high class. But if it does, yeah. you would talk about it, right? And I think right. that's the distinction of a good... Now, this is where this this is where there should not be so much overreach on teachers because the teacher... I want to trust my teacher that you're going to make the right decision on that discussion with those kids, whatever the topic is. Right. If it's sex ed, if it's, I mean, math is pretty simple, but like science, you know, Mm -hmm. history, Yeah. you got to have those conversations. So, you know, you made that distinction pretty clear. Like we're not Germany where we're burning all the books, you know, it's, it's no, this is the curriculum and we're going to stay with the curriculum. Yeah. Um, So yeah, that's interesting. No, that's a kind of a fascinating, it is a, fascinating conversation though. Cause like you said, they got, they caught people in, you know, I can't ban you from Twitter and it's like, okay, yeah. And then they're like, well, but you're banning critical race theory. But I think if you walk through it though, like, well, critical race theory is a curriculum. Yeah. We don't want, you know, it's not evident evidence based curriculum. We can ban it. So. Right. And it's not like it's an all out ban across the you know, states are adopting it. States are adopting yep. it. Um, you know, and again, you can buy it, you can read this this yep. curriculum and you can make your own decisions based mm-hmm. on that. You can have those conversations with your kid if you really want to. It'd be like it'd be like Governor Gordon banning flat earthers, right? If there's a flat earthers curriculum. Right. We all know that's false, but there's a group of people out there that believe it. And that's what they would say is like, well, that's my freedom. You know, I want to teach my kids that. And it's like, okay, well, but the teacher's going to, you know, prove yeah. to your kid that that's false. Yes. And this is why it's in curriculum. <laughs> so that's, I think where we're leading is kind of like, again, is it fact-based? Is it evidence-based? Yeah. That's why it's in curriculum. And then this is why, like you just pointed out, if California wants to do it, 
you guys voted for whoever your, you know, education department and your teachers and all right. that. So, like, that's you, you vote. Like, if that's what you guys want, cool. But Wyoming's going to be over here saying, nope, we're going to teach it this other way. So, right. While our teachers are in class teaching to students who are in right. class and, your playing, California and playing sports. Right. Yep. Yeah. Your California teachers are going to be, you know, hiding behind their unions and, you know, refusing to go back to work until yep. every student aged. 18 to two is vaccinated. So, and, uh, their power's out at six o'clock cause they're doing rolling blackouts. Cause right. they don't so want to do your homework. Yeah. So. <laughs> Can you, California is a mess. Man. I have, I have friends in California. I should reach out to them and be like, how can you guys live there still? Yeah. And they lived here. It's like, come on guys. Like what? Yeah. You'd be longing to get back. Here, I know right? the beach is great, but it's just it's not that great. Water. And the Miami <laughs> beach was better than LA. I can tell you that now San Diego is pretty nice, but anyways, that took a wild turn. Um, all right. Uh, the ride board. More education. Keep, yeah. More education. Um, I love this idea. Like we kind of have to do this idea because we're not having this conversation about education and spending. Um, my problem is with these, with these advisory boards and these, and these, these, um, these councils, right. Is, um, somebody told me about in Dow. Do you remember in Dow when governor Meade did that? Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. thought, I thought that was still going. It's not because Governor Gordon axed it and now he's got the win initiative. Right. Um, so I'm like, okay. I'm like, so, so how are we supposed to do economic development and in innovation when each governor just gets to change it and like there's all this work that needs to be done on the websites and the marketing and right. And then just building your structure. You're just, that. you're just spending money on that and not doing anything for the state. So I have a hard time trusting these, these kind of programs. Cause I'm like, you're not doing anything. You haven't yeah. done anything. There's been a couple here in Sheridan that I'm like, you don't do anything again. You're a lot of talk. You, you get guys that are good at talking or gals that are good at talking. And it's like, yeah, but you're not saying anything. You're right. not doing anything. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm a little hot and bothered about it because Ashley gave us a revelation about YDOT that they spent money on a study to say they need more money. And I'm like, is this really, that's how was, it works. Man. I, I was like shaking my head when she said that. I was like, whoa, whoa. I was like, and it was an out of state yeah. company that did the study. I was like, time out. Yeah. Yeah. A state agency spending money to see, to, to, to tell the constituents we need more money when we're cutting $430 million and then K-12 sitting there getting saved by the feds. I'm like, what? Yeah. Hey man, that's just good irrefutable proof though. It's just good data. We need more money. <laughs> From an out of state and you know, we need to see how they studied it. Um, but anyways, I want to keep this on the ride board. Yes. Um, and I do want to ask the educator in the room, Yeah. you know, have you read up on this? Do you, what's, what's your take? What do you, what do you think on this ride board. And it's, yeah. I should say the ride board, this is not like in Dow, you know, they're not getting a whole lot of money and all this stuff, but it just worries me because then people are going to say, Oh, well we need to give them money to do studies. Oh, well we need to give them more time to do studies. Yeah. Well, so uh, again, ride is reimagining and innovating the delivery of education. I read the Sheridan press article. That's really uh, the first I've heard of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically what they're trying to do, what governor Gordon wants this, uh, committee to do is to, uh, create, uh, put Wyoming in a position of national leadership in terms of education, which is a great goal to have. Um, and I think it's, it's, uh, I think it's great. Sheridan County, again, I'll, I'll keep saying it because I went to school in Bozeman and, uh, 
the uh, I sat down with one of my professors who just got his doctorate in education. Um, he is from Jackson Hole originally, but he's in charge of like the uh, student teaching portion, like the big important part of uh, getting your certification getting your, to be yeah, a teacher, getting yep. your degree, yeah, and your license. So um, he was talking, sat down and. A year before my graduation, or a year and a half, uh, Craig Doherty and Scott Stoltz had gone up to Bozeman to talk about the PLC and the kind of work that they're doing. Um, if, if universities from other states are calling our, uh, you know, super leaders, yep. yeah, to come and talk about what they're doing, we're doing something right. Um, and so I think, uh, again, that's why I, th I think Craig is a great person to help uh, to be on this board. And I think it's a great goal to have. Yeah, we're we're already on that way, right? School districts in Wyoming are already on that that path to being national leaders. Let's get the rest of the state on board. Let's rally the troops and let's get on there. Um, you know, to your point about show us results, I agree. Um, the Sheridan Press article list that I think there's like ten people on there. Yep, Craig's one of them. There's two uh, state representatives on there. When I read that, I was like. Yeah. Do they need to be on there? Like who, who are the, what are their qualifications for being on? There's a representative and a Senator and I, I don't know their names or who they are. And then the rest of the people are apparently business people, which is interesting. But again, I, this whole thing is, is about putting Wyoming as a, as a leader in education, but also trying to provide our students with the best education possible. Yeah. And that's probably going to team up with win and trying to bring in these different ways for students to, uh, you know, gain just, experiences you know sure. college isn't for everybody not everybody needs to go to a four-year college yep um and so when you go to a trade school or you know offering kids those opportunities so they can figure out what they want to do yep so i think it's it's good it's we got lofty goals here um we got high hopes and uh the rest of the state needs to have high expectations of what this is going to do yep i think you hit on two big things i want to leave with is you know and i think you and i will dig into this a little bit more and it's brand new like he just made it so right. i mean yep and, and you're hundred percent right. They're going to work with all the other things he's done, you know, win, um, all that stuff, the colleges, you know, whatever. Um, cause that all kind of all fits together. Right. But you made a good point about the, the whole state needs to get in the same page. And I think putting Greg on there is like, this is how I've done it. Yeah. Everyone else can do it too. Yep. Here's some ideas I have that when, you know, as I've run Sheridan County School District 2, this is what every other school district should do. And I think they should listen. And then second, you said be a leader. And they, we've got lofty goals. And you got to have lofty goals. And I love that goal from Governor Gordon of we should be the leader. And I think we should be. Um, we've got some leaders that are. So it's kind of like you got to put them in a position of this is what we should do. This is how we should do it. Now, I think we should dig into who those other people are and kind of figure out, like, why the heck are they in there? But yeah. Um, Anyways, but no, good, good stuff. Um, I, I think it's good. I think it's a good idea. I'm just always that pessimist of like, oh, here's another freaking thing that they're going to give a million or $2 million to for these guys to pay this, you know, pay this outsourced company. And yeah. And the next year they're like, oh, well, we need more time. We need more money. <laughs> and hopefully this isn't the case because it's kind of like we don't have time and we don't right. have money. Exactly. So, yep. um, anyways. Just like the freaking Y-Dot, man. Um, that just drives me bonkers. <laughs> Made that joke. Oh, they, they probably flew on their private jet, too, to go right. talk about those numbers, yeah. too. God. <laughs> All right. Um, 
this is kind of a, a self self fulfilling uh, promotion here, but yeah. the uh, Go Pokes. So if you remember, we interviewed like Dante Crow, Parker Christensen. We're trying. I'm going to try and reach out to some guys this summer. Probably have to get them on Zoom because they're all training and stuff down Laramie. But yeah. the Go Pokes show is now the official unofficial podcast of the University of Wyoming Cowboys. So. Brought to you by GobyYO. Yep, brought to you by GobyYO, GobyYO Studios, or GobyYO Productions, sorry. Um, so go pokes. If you haven't listened to any of the, well, they're not really, they're all kind of recappy of like games. So unless you really want to go back and watch last year's games and then watch, you know, listen to our yeah. episodes. But um, anyway, so that's important. And I want to bring that up because the Cowboy Joe Club is doing their, the, big fundraiser this summer and next weekend. So I already talked about dead sweets happening, hoop jam. Um, you know, the first is we're having that tasting downstairs, but at black tooth brewery on Friday night, um, in the Sheridan tap room, the, uh, university of Wyoming cowgirls. Um, now I need to figure out his name. The head coach do 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 will be here for a social on Friday. Oh, perfect. um, I want to make sure I get his name right because I want to screw it up. That's uh, June 4th? Yep, June 4th. June 4th, Blacktooth Brewery. Women's head uh, basketball coach for the University of Wyoming will be here Yep. to uh, talk about the season, probably talk about a little bit last season. Uh, yeah, and it's and it's more of a social uh-huh. Um Gerald Mattinson. There we go. I was like, gosh, what's his name? Um, yeah. So Gerald Mattinson will be up here in Sheridan June 5th. Is that the fourth? Sorry. June 4th at black tooth. That's the Friday. Cause then Saturday they have a big golf tournament, but it's all full. So, yeah. um, anyway, so we saved that for the state news there. So perfect. Be on the lookout for go pokes. Um, the official on unof- or the, yeah, the official unofficial podcast, yeah. <laughs> the university of Wyoming. <laughs> that's kind of a mouthful, but, um, Zach. Okay. Talking about state spending and kind of this stupid stuff they do. Um, I don't want to throw this lady under the bus, but I've recently found out that the Wyoming state tourism money or marketing money, whatever goes to an out of source marketing company. Interesting. Out of state, out of state. Yep. They're in Wisconsin and Florida. Huh? So our state money pays for other companies outside yeah. the state for our state tourism. Employs people out of the state to talk about why they should come to our state. Right. Nice. Hmm. Those seem like some highly qualified people to tell people about. Wyoming. Yeah. Why you should come to Wyoming yeah. and you know where you should go. And yeah. so interesting. Um, so good job there. Uh, state tourism board. Yeah. Um, it is. You know, we were talking about it a little bit before the show about, you know, maybe it was a bid. Um, it probably was most definitely a bid, but it's kind of, but at the same time you should be thinking, well, why is, you know, again, I, I don't know. It's interesting. You can't, you're telling me you can't find multiple Wyoming marketing companies across the state that do a campaign together. Right. Like what? Or yeah. I mean, if this is a cost thing, you know, maybe they were the cheapest again, still that's just like, well, I don't know. It's, it's again, you can't, you can't find average Joe in Wyoming to, to, yeah. So interesting. I don't know. Just some things your state government's doing with your money. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, all right. Some weird stuff. Now oh, let's, let's do a, let me give a shout out to uh, my realtor, um, and the other, other sponsors here. Um, 
if you are looking to move into, uh, well, specifically Sheridan, Wyoming, so Northeastern Wyoming, um, give Jess Hattervig a call at ERA Carroll Realty. You need an expert realtor, either that's for buying or selling. Right now, my wife and I are in the process of selling our house and I'm super glad I went with a realtor. You know, many friends of mine sold their house on their own and now I'm like, well, Great job for you. You saved a little bit of money, yeah. but I'm saving a peace in mind and the stress because it's all, he can handle it and filter it. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, so if you need a realtor, you're looking to move here or you're looking to sell your house here in Sheridan, give Jess a call 307-751-6924. I can say this. He just listed for anyone out there. I know there's people that are listening that are looking to move out here. He has a subdivision out uh, towards Decker. Um, uh, so somebody with a ranch is subdividing. Saw that. That Those are going to be hot. You better get on it now. Yeah. So just saying. Um, and Zach, I don't know if we have another one or not, but. Uh, Sheridan County Title is another advertiser. They offer better service for a better price. Ask for the best title service that has been serving Sheridan for over 50 years. Give them a call at 307 672 Six four seven eight, or visit them uh, downtown South Main Street. Yep, you can't miss them. They've got a nice blue awning there, yeah. on the Main Street there in Sheridan. A nice um, sign provided them by Alpha Graphics. Oh, look at that. So, and they're right next to Wild Candle Company, who also has candles in here. There we go. Um, all right, Zach. And they're a door cut to down from the bike company. Oh yeah, they were hosting the, the dead sweet, dead sweet for. Sheridan bicycle company. And then company. they're sandwiched next to Kula uh, Space, who we've done interviews yeah, with. with before. Tanya Moon. So look yeah. at that. Yeah. <laughs> start a business here in Sheridan, right on down Main Main Street, right there. Yeah, start rubbing um, elbows with people. Yeah, I know. Um, I was told today. I don't know if this is public knowledge or not, but I I have heard <clears throat> the Birch restaurants taking Shabby Shack. Interesting. Yeah, that's going to be a great spot for them. Yeah. Main Street parking right there. It's going to be a bigger spot. Perfect. So, um, if you've never been here, Birch Restaurant, probably probably the best restaurant in town. <laughs> um, what's a? I was listening to a podcast by Barstool Sports, and they're like, no free, no free shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> so, like they'd always say so like a brand or something yeah. like no free shout outs. Uh, apparently they got sponsors that way. It's like they were just anyways. Nice. So Birch restaurant, no free shout outs. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so Zach, I wanted to, uh, we talked about this with Brianne a little bit and yeah. I was like, we have to talk about this. Yeah. Like this is getting wild. And then there's <laughs> another story here too, that we've, we've said, or we are, we have been saying um, on this topic. So anyways, just again, there's talk and then they're saying, right. but, um, this one's kind of funny. I think wherever you land, um, at some point I feel like, let's just predict it now. Joe Biden's going to be the president. That's like, Oh yeah, we've talked to aliens. <laughs> aliens are among us. Yeah. I don't know if I'd believe it, even <laughs> if Joe Biden said it, <laughs> but he's the president. He's going to be the president. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a secret society. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, only if We're the media asks him, you know, yeah. they'll ask him about his, his ice cream cone. Have you seen that? It, it's, oh, don't. Yeah. <laughs> it just makes you ashamed. I just, I just, but yeah, I stay gratitude with him. I'm just like, I'm not going to look at anything that I see because look, I'm safe and I'm here. Yeah. Right. Um, now that could change at any moment, but you know, it's like, I'm, I'm not going to be mad at him, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, apparently, um, apparently 
Now, I don't think this has been like officially confirmed by the U.S. Navy. There's just all these commanders that come out and said, oh, yeah, you know, here's some footage. Like, we definitely saw something or, you know, there's stories yeah. of like we saw something. Right. Um, but the thing is what's what's becoming uh, the talk of the town is uh, this underwater stuff, the USOs, I guess is what they're calling them. You know, UFOs are flying. Okay. And then submerged. Oh, okay. Yeah. Identified uh, submerged object. Yeah. Um, so that's what's happening right now is the Navy's like, you know, a lot of these guys are like, yep. Like, yeah, yeah we've, we've tracked, you know, aircraft that all of a sudden goes under the water and then can't, tra- you know, and they're going like a hundred knots and yeah. all this crazy stuff. So interesting. I don't know. You know, it's like, it's kind of like the UFO thing though. Like you get all those air force guys and guys are like, yeah, I saw them. And right. I mean, you know, what's to say there, this isn't like the new tall tale, you know, yep. sitting around the camp. Yeah. I saw the, you know, the massive grizzly or whatever, you know, yep. the mountain men sitting there. I don't know. I think it's fine. I was thinking about this. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, just the amazing thing that language is, you know, yep. unidentified flying object. You get, you know, this guy in there, this, this high up admiral or, you know, whatever right there in the, the congressional, uh, you know, the Senate, uh, judiciary committee, right. He's sitting there in front of all of them, the panel, They're like, did you see a UFO? He says, yes. I'm like, okay, well now define UFO. Well, it's an unidentified flying object. I couldn't tell what it was. It was flying. I, I couldn't identify it. Yeah. It's like, does that mean, so does that mean you contacted aliens? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I saw an unidentified, you know, unidentified submerged object. That could be any number of things now. Now, now it's not just flying, right? Yep. It could, it could have been a, you know, a carcass or something or, you know, a yeah. <laughs> iceberg, you know, the tip of an iceberg. I don't know. So, uh, I just think language is so, uh, is so, uh, so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I just think uh, we need Brianne Beasley to yeah. confirm. We need a take. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen a unidentified submerged object? Right. Megalodon. Right. There you go. Uh, yeah. There we go. Um, all right. Last one. Uh, Zach, I sent you that screenshot of, uh, I can't remember who the guy was, but like one, who gets your news from Vox? Oh, yeah. First off, that's dumb. I don't like you if you get your news. Like, from what Vox. in the world? Like, <laughs> at least, like, I'm a, like, not CNN, but like, at least get it from like the Washington Post. Like, I mean, yeah. what? Um. Anyways, that was wild. But Vox was kind of <laughs> like they're backtracking, right? They're like, well, this story was, you know, uh, what the, the quote was: scientific consensus has shifted since we wrote that article, and somebody was like, "Let me clear this up for you: the politics have changed, yes, not the science, yes." Um, and Zach, this is something we've been saying since day one. Mm-hmm. You, none of these people are following the science. It was all political to get after Donald Trump. It was, yeah. It's hey, it's okay. Admit it. We're okay with him as president. We're not, we're not these crazy people saying he got stolen. Now I am going to tell you, you guys definitely used it as a political power, power grab. Yeah. And if you're going to tell me we didn't, it's like, you're a freaking liar. Cause now you have Vox saying, Oh, scientific consensus has changed since we wrote this article. It's like, no, it hasn't. It's been this way the whole time. Look at Texas. Yeah. Abbott and DeSantos have been doing the exact same thing they've been doing the whole time. Right. And they are perfectly fine. Yep. Yep. Uh, You know, it's, it's this, uh, they recently 
backed off the mask, right? Or if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear the mask right. anymore. Which for the last four months has been, if you even if you're vaccinated, you have to wear your mask. Yep. Right. Um, ludicrous stuff like that. <clears throat> uh, recently, this uh, gain of function testing uh, information has dropped, and so it's pretty darn likely that this uh, did come from the lab in Wuhan mm. um, just like old 45 said um, so you know it's it's interesting yeah um, there's people who are furious about this uh, conservative or Republicans are furious about it for for many reasons but also because of China like China's just lied and covered up from day yep. one and yep. there's got to be some sort of restitution there well and, and and lo and behold you know like you said 45 got out of the WHO right because they covered it up yep and now it's like oh they did right. <laughs> and you guys hounded him for it and right. it's like called us all conspiracy so it's like whole, like it. and so, so same with the CDC and it's like he yeah. called them out and then it's like oh now now this is wild to me it's yeah. like, and what's always funny people always tell me this Zach the timeline so one of the Wuhan doctors was working with people in Texas, a university, I think Texas university, whatever <laughs> in December, November, December, this doctor is telling this other doctor, like, Hey man, this thing is serious. You need to tell somebody like, yeah, you know, dead. And this is one of the doctors that died in China and China was like, nah, that was, was something else. It wasn't COVID, which now we're like, Oh, it was COVID this doctor. And I love this story from especially from people on the left that hated Donald Trump. They're like, look, this doctor went to Trump and said, this is a serious thing. And I'm like, okay. And then that's why now they're always like, well, he got in a, a spit match with this guy. And I'm like, well, yeah, cause he's not part of his, he's not part right. of any government. He's talking with a Chinese doctor. He's a chai com. Yeah. He's not part of his inner circle. He's not part of the feds, you know, of any medical feds thing. Right. I wouldn't trust him either. Like, are you, you're telling me you're just going to trust some random dude off the street saying, Hey, this thing's dangerous. Right. No, 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 uh, um, no sane person's doing that right off. Just some random person off the street. But guess what? Trump did stop travel and you guys berated him for it. And that's undisputable. Yeah. And this is what I'm talking about. It's like, you guys just hated him so much. He can do everything right, which he did in this case with China. And you guys are still backtracking. Yeah. This is absurd. It's fl it's just constantly flip-flopping. Yeah. We can go all the way back to last January and show Democrats flip-flopping, right? There's yeah. footage of Nancy Pelosi in Chinatown saying it's a great time to come to Chinatown. Come to Chinatown. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. We're right in the middle of it. Smack dab, you know. This is racist. You can't block travel from China. Right. Yeah. There's just, probably all of them saying that. Yeah. Constant flip-flopping on it. So anyways, I wanted to bring that up and get your take, Zach, because this is like, oh, my God. And yeah. if freaking if our friends at Wyoming Public Radio do this bullshit, Shit. We're gonna get Carter in here, and we're gonna get videos. And we're gonna TikTok the hell out of that because I'm about at wits ends with those guys. Yeah, they keep posting stuff about Denver. I'm like, you're Wyoming Public Radio, <laughs> and then they've got these reporters again. They're not from Wyoming. And I'm like, I could care less about whatever they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Forget they don't. They're not listening all the way to 45 minutes of our show. But no. um, anything else, Zach? I don't think so. Um, we got a lot of stuff coming up this weekend. Um, yeah, we're gonna be busy, man. Go and go and enjoy the summer. That's oh, that was it's Memorial Day, so yeah. I think you know. In in like I said, like <laughs> I am worried, but at the same time, we're in the greatest country in the world, and then we're in probably the best state in the country. Yeah. 
you know, go enjoy it, you know, yeah. um, carry around your second amendment, right. You know, go out fishing, go whatever. Um, yeah. you know, and appreciate, I think, appreciate those that have put their life on the line. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that goes for everybody. I mean, like World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, Korea War, Vietnam, yep. uh, Afghanistan. You know, Desert Storm, all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Take a minute, just reflect, and be appreciative. And our first responders, I think that always gets. Definitely. But Memorial Day is definitely. Um, yeah, you know, people who have served and yep, died. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. So, so. Um, yeah, and then so let's see. I think we covered everyone. Just another shout out. You know. DYT Solutions, Teton Partners. Um, they're in here right now getting set up for our interview with Cole Kennedy. Yes. Um, and actually, that's a good lead-in. I'm just going to put them in with this, Zach, if you're good with that. So, um, yeah, coming up. At, so, that was our Give No Ground. Or, no, we'll probably split it out now since we, or I don't know. <laughs> since we called it uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But, um, yeah, DYT. Be on the lookout for that interview. Yep. Yeah, Cole Kennedy, the Sheridan Racetrack. So, um Zach, we talked about weird stuff today. UFOs, yeah. USOs, um, education. Yeah, it was good though. Yeah, so thanks for sticking with us and we'll catch you next time.